So you joined Pro Football Focus. Yep. So what what are you like doing for that? So analytics. So right now it's only a trial basis. So right now it's not permanent, but I'm still like in working in there. So basically it's like looking at things and then like recording analytics, if that makes sense. That sounds like fun. Uh, yeah. Like I thought it was a fun idea. So like and then, Tuesday, yeah. Is my so favorite. what are you like, what are you specific to like a certain team that you're looking at? I, analytics I think it's for? a professional college. So they're giving me three test like games and they're seeing how like efficiently and what accurately I do it. And then if, if that happens, I'll officially get hired. Sounds like fun. All right. Welcome back to the Straight Up Sports Talk podcast. You've already heard him once already. It's Sam Thillman. I'm Grant Kobe. As usual, we were supposed to have a guest on today, but unfortunately that will not be happening. But we'll post it back to next week. I don't know why I just had to tell you that we were supposed to have a guest on today when we had not. I could have just not told you and you guys would have never known, but whatever. We'd like to be transparent here, I guess. Um, but a welcome in anyways, another week and, uh, another week of finding out more about, uh, about the sports world and what is going to be taking place with the whole kind of return to sport plan. We've seen NASCAR return IndyCar is about to do the same and golf starting up here in a couple of weeks. I think, I don't believe they start, maybe they start this weekend. I don't know. But anyways, Sports are starting to to go again, and the NBA released their plan, and that'll be kind of the focus of today's show. But uh, yeah, welcome in to the podcast. Don't forget, you can find us on Twitter at Sports Talk at Six, straight up Sports Talk on Twitter. I'm at Grant underscore Kobe on Twitter. He's at Sam underscore Filman on Twitter. Sam, we've had kind of weeks of good news. We got told we're returning to campus on time up at Ball State. The NBA is returning, and I'll tell you what, the month of August, September, October, man, that's going to be a heck of three months right there. That, those months are going to be absolutely awesome. FanDuel, DraftKings is probably going to be taking all of my money, but hey, what, what can I say? It's going to be electricity in terms of sports. Well, yeah, you mentioned we got the NBA returning. They just announced they're returning. You got college football. Maction's going to be returning. You got the NBA, of course, going into their uh, eight-game slash playoff push. You got the NFL going to be returning sometime. I'm just interested to see if we will be able to go to any college football games, if we'll go to be allowed to see any um, in-person sporting events this upcoming year. Yeah, that's the thing is um, what are they going to do about the fans? And my dad actually said it this evening. He's like, somebody's going to have to grow a pair and have fans at one of these sporting events because uh, IMS just announced that the Brickyard 400 will not have fans in attendance in Indianapolis on July 4th weekend. So uh, that won't be having fans. But, you know, like my dad said, somebody's going to have to grow a pair and start having fans in the stands. And I think college football – can be the first ones to do that. And I'll give you a couple of reasons why. One of them is if you're going to have college students on campus, then you at least have to let the students into the game because you and me, we both, we've both had classes with football players, with student athletes. Um, 
where we're, you know, right there in class with them. So if they're going to play football, then we should be able to be in the stands because we're in the same environment and have the same amount of exposure uh, to COVID. So I think college football can be the first ones to do that. And I think college football relies so heavily on gate sales too, I think, especially, um, you know, like teams like a ball state, some of the lower level uh, Mac schools, they kind of rely on tickets at the gate. They don't get much, but that's where uh, some of their, most of their income comes in from these football games. Whereas LSU, Alabama can sell out to TV rights. So I think those are a couple of reasons as to why I think college football will potentially be one of the first sports to have fans in the stands at some capacity. I, it, you're not going to see 102,000 people at Ohio State, but in some capacity you'll have fans at college football games this year. I firmly believe that. Well, it doesn't even have to be college football because there's other smaller sports that you could do it at, like a let's say a field hockey game where there's going to be less people. You can do smaller sample sizes and still – kind of see how if uh, players are getting COVID, how you can kind of slowly get back to the normal where people, where there's sold out stadiums and whatnot. But you can do a college football and have the students participate. There's other ways to do it where you still have people going to games, still have ticket sales, et cetera. So yeah, I'd be down to go to college football. I just think they need to find a way to slowly bring back uh, uh, fan engagement. Yeah, I th- and I think you're right, and that's an interesting point you bring up with the other fall sports that are at college campuses. We're going to have field hockey, we're going to have women's soccer, uh, volleyball, sports that have, you know, like you said, smaller sample sizes where you're not getting a lot of people coming to them games. I mean, soccer and field hockey, you might get, you know, a couple hundred maybe on a good day. So smaller sample sizes like that may be able to work us our way back into sporting events, but if you're not going to have the public there, you at least probably have students in attendance at some capacity. So it'll be, it'll be fun and interesting to follow and seeing what schools do because you're going to have some states that don't want to play football, some that do. Is, there's no, like, it's not, the college football is not like, it's like Roger Goodell is the commissioner of the NFL. College football really doesn't have that. So who's going to take control? Um, what happens if you decide that your school's playing football, but a team on your schedule and they decided to not? What happens there? It's a lot to figure out. But the focus of today is talking about the NBA and their return to action plan. They're going down to Disney at the ESPN Worldwide Sports Complex where they will finish out the season. And this is huge because, you know, a variety of aspects here. You're claiming an NBA Finals champion and MVP and all those fun accolades. Um, so that's huge to finish a season, uh, but in a different format. And I, and I like the format. Um, I do. It's different. And, but you're just going to have to either like it or hate it. And honestly, if we're going to have live sports, I'm going to like it. So it's going to be an interesting format. 16 teams uh, and then six teams that are within the eighth spot in each conference will go down and play as sort of a play-in game. So that's New Orleans, Portland, San Antonio, Sacramento, Phoenix, and Washington. Um, and those teams will head down and try to get into the tournament. But it's going to be a 16-team team tournament, 22-team format. So 22 teams invited down there, and 16 will be in the tournament to be in contention for an NBA title. 13 Western Conference teams, 9 Eastern Conference teams 
will play eight regular season games that will serve as seeding games. Um, and then an eighth seed will, will result in kind of a play in style format and how those teams perform within those eight regular season games. So the top 16 teams in both conferences will be joined like those teams, like I just mentioned, those six teams. And then the playoff, the play in tournament, and Sam, I know you were kind of confused on it too. I was when I first read it. So I'll try to like put this in like second grader terms for our listeners. Um, so the play in tournament will include a number eight and number nine teams in a conference. If the ninth seed finishes the regular season within four games of the eighth spot, in that case, the number nine seed would need to beat the number eight seed twice to earn a playoff berth while the number eight would need to win one of the potential two games. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like a double elimination tournament where if you have a team in the championship that has not lost in a team that has lost one game, the team that hasn't lost at all only has to beat the team that's lost once one time to be the champion. Whereas the, the team that's already lost once would have to beat the team that hasn't lost twice. Essentially that's kind of the way they're thinking there. Sam, I'll, I'll let you give your input here. I like the format. It's going to be different, but I think it's going to be intriguing for the fans. You're not going to have fans in the stands. So you're going to need to make the fans have some sort of excitement. I think this format is probably the best way to make that format exciting. Yeah, and I think also another reason the NBA is deciding to do this is because of money. They're trying to recuperate as much as they can from the season without losing a ton, a ton of money. I think they're projected with this corona, with this new format, to only lose $300 million versus $700 million. So it's a nice kind of manageable loss that the NBA can take. And I think it's definitely exciting. You have a play-in tournament teams on the outside still have a chance to win. I know the NBA kind of wants Zion Williamson in this year's playoffs. So I think that that's a big reason why they went with this format. Not to mention you have other teams looking to get in that now have a chance to when they really didn't think they have a, had a chance before with this virus. Yeah. It gives teams, I don't want to say a second chance, but kind of, and I don't want to say an easier way, but it ultimately teams that were on the outside looking in where you had, you know, what did the NBA have left? 15 games, maybe something like that. Close, close to that. I think they had played 57 of the 82. Um, So was that there 23 games left essentially is what I think around 23. And it gives those teams, those ninth seeds that were trying to make that final push a chance to essentially do that, which I like. Um, the season starts July 31st with training, kind of a training camp beginning uh, July 9th through the 11th at, uh, at the Disney World Complex. So the season ends on October 12th. That is if Game 7 goes uh, – the NBA Finals rather go into a Game 7, which I think will be interesting to watch. So essentially you're going to have the NBA playoffs starting, I would guess, somewhere – in September, late August, early September, um, and then playing through that October 12th with the NBA Finals. Uh, the NBA Finals format will be kind of every other day format where they'll have games every other day. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to have – I think this is going to be interesting. The NBA playoffs in the middle – in the, in the middle 
in the start, I guess I'd say, not in the middle, in the start of the NFL season. So you're going to have the NBA playoffs start of the NFL season. I don't know which one wins out there. I want to say it's the start of the NFL season. Ooh, that, that's kind of a bold prediction because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a championship game, a game seven, one of those. Yes, but I'm, I'm talking about when the, the playoffs start. So in oh. September, when the NFL is starting and the NBA playoffs are kind of starting slash in the middle of it, which one will win out there? I mean, I think it just depends on the matchups who you have going in. Like if it's a, um, let's say a Lakers versus Rockets versus a Lakers versus Grizzlies, I think that impacts things. Also, the Monday night football games have kind of, in my opinion, are lacklusters in the matchups they have. So I think playoffs will win out just because it's the playoffs. It's the postseason. People love the postseason. So I think the NFL will still have high ratings. I just think it'll like edge him out in the, in like the ratings. I have a scenario for you. It's a Sunday afternoon. You're up at Ball State, chilling, you know, having a great time. The Pacers are taking on whoever they're taking on in the playoffs. Let's say they're taking, uh, they're playing in the playoffs at three o'clock. The Colts come on at three o'clock. Who are you watching? You got one TV. You can't watch them both because I know we all have that capability. You can't watch them both. You got one TV. Who are you watching? Pacers, Pacers. or Colts? Uh, I Pacers 100% because not only do you have 16 other games or 15 other games of the Colts, I don't think that one game will matter as much as the one game in the playoff series. So I think more high stakes. You, the Pacers have had trouble in the playoffs in the past so each game is going to be critical. Most games are probably going to be close with whoever the Pacers play. So I think I will turn on the Pacers versus the Colts. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, like you said, it would depend on the matchup. Um, but and quite honestly, I'd probably be flipping back and forth. But if you made me pick, I'd probably choose the Pacers. Because the Pacers before – I mean – they were fun to watch before the season got canceled. I mean, Victor Oladipo was starting to come on where, you know, I kept saying, let's be patient with Oladipo, be patient. He was starting to get that rhythm. Uh, so the Pacers were fun to watch. And I think that uh, they're going to be fun to watch in these playoffs. We'll see. We'll see how much, I think it's going to come out, how much players put in work at their own homes during this whole uh, quarantine, how, you know, how much work they've, they've put in. And I think the teams that, that have done more, I think, will ultimately pay off. Um, but who knows? You know, who knows what, you know, each person has availability to even, you know. Well, and I'm also hoping with this extended break from March to now that every player has had a chance to get healthy so we can watch everybody play because we don't want to be calling this season an asterisk. We don't want to put any questions because let's say – um, Malcolm Brogdon still hurt. I just want everything to go perfectly because otherwise I, I don't think this season will be without an asterisk. People will be calling it an asterisk because of what happened. We don't know if that would have changed anything or not. So I think fans are always going to be skeptical, skeptical of the result either way. So I just hope everybody can kind of return to their like healthy form. And if the Pacers, say the Pacers go – and they win the whole thing. They win the NBA Finals. I mean, are you putting an asterisk next to that? I don't think you are. I honestly don't think you are because you've played a majority of the games, and 
the whole season is going to have an asterisk, yes, because it was stopped and then finished in a weird way. But I don't think you're putting an asterisk next to that NBA Finals. I honestly don't. I, I don't think you and I are because, like, we're Pacers fans and, like, Indiana people probably aren't. But I think the rest of the country will be just, like, they won't – it won't have an asterisk, but it will have, they'll have, like, a mental asterisk. Like, yeah, they won it, but was it really deserved? Because we had that break. It, it, it's just weird circumstances, unusual circumstances. Yes, but this would be the first NBA title for the Pacers. That, yes. So, yeah. I think it's different because – so, if, for instance, and I know this is going to be debated, if LeBron and the Lakers go and win it, and that would be LeBron's, what, fourth title? Mm-hmm. Um, that would be his fourth, right? He's got I, three? Yeah, I, I think uh, – yeah, because two with the Heat and one with the Cavs, so I think it would be Yeah, fourth. so it would be his fourth. Um, so, that, that's different for him because people would look at it and go, LeBron won four titles. Yeah, but one of them was in a season where they finished, you know, the, it was one of them was in the coronavirus season. But if the Pacers win it, they're going to say, man, the Pacers won their first NBA title. I don't think the people in the national people in the national media and people outside of Indianapolis are going to go, yeah, but it was in a shortened season. I don't think that's going to happen because in 50 years from now, they will still be having the MJ versus LeBron goat debate. That'll still be going on. And you're going to have people saying, oh, yeah, LeBron won, you know, if he, you know, say he ends up with six titles before he's done. Yeah, but one of them was during the COVID-19 pandemic where they had to stop and then restart. That is still going to be a debate that is going to, to, to have, and there's always going to be that above LeBron's head. So, and quite honestly, in, in interest, this wouldn't be a good year for LeBron to win an NBA title. I know that's kind of weird to say that, you know, you don't want to win an NBA title, but you know that's going to, to be thrown out there if he, if he is to win a title this year. Well, I, th- I think it's different because LeBron James has done it before. So it's not like the Pacers who haven't done it before. And with the advantage of the break, I think people are going to see this break as an advantage for other teams, less games, whatnot. And if, like, I'm not sure it's going to be as fulfilling to win a championship this year. Like if the Pacers were to win an NBA championship, yeah, we would say we won an NBA championship, but would we as would we feel as good and the end result if it was any other way? If we played 82 games, went through the playoffs, we would be super pumped and wanna. But I'm not sure winning a championship for the Pacers would be that exciting. Yeah, it would be cool, but at the same time, I don't think it would be as deserved. It wouldn't be as celebrated. In my opinion, I wouldn't view it as a success. I would, I would view it as a success, but you would still have that notion of yes, it was a season that was was different. But I think, in terms of the Pacers' perception, what I'm saying is people aren't going to look at mm-hmm. if the Pacers win a title this year and it's their first in NBA in the NBA era, they're not going to look at that and say, well, you know. And shortened season and doesn't really count. People really aren't going to do that because the people outside of Indianapolis don't care. And people inside of Indianapolis are just going to be embracing it and inside Indiana as a whole. So I think you're not going to get as much grief, I should say, from the national people, the national media, the people outside Indianapolis of, you know, if the Pacers were to win. You're going to get more of that if LeBron wins it, if KD wins it, if James Harden wins it, stuff like that. 
Yeah, I, I think I think I don't think well, let's be honest, I don't think the Pacers will win it with all if everybody's healthy. I still don't think they will. It would still be a cool thing. I think we would still celebrate. But I think it would be in the back of my mind, like what if this didn't happen? What would happen? Because that will always be in the back of my mind. Like people who win the I think NFL season during the lockout, I forget who it was, or the NBA season during the shortened season. I, I I think it's just always in the back of their mind, like, yeah, we won it fair and square. Like, everybody was on flag ground. Everybody was on the same level. But, like, what if everything was fine? What if everything was normal? Would we have won it? Yeah, and that, that's always going to be an argument and a fair statement, too. Uh, who Who benefits from this format? Um, do the players benefit? Do the team? I mean, is there a specific team that benefits from this format? KD, it's already said that KD will not be coming back no matter what. Um, is there a team that really kind of benefits from this from this format as a whole? I mean, I don't know if it favors any – I don't know if it hurts any – I guess I should say I don't know if it hurts any team. It could favor some, I guess. I would say it benefits the top teams I was thinking about this. And looking at it, they don't have to play for seeding. They really, you, you're either the one or two seed, like the Bucks and the Raptors and whatnot, so that they can take their time to get back into where they were before this. They can kind of rest their players. They can kind of – they have it to their advantage because they can, they don't have to play at full strength immediately. They don't have to worry about their playoff seeding as much. They don't have to put as much effort into it they can focus on the playoffs and carry that forward into the playoffs. You have more time. Yeah, that's a good point. If you're, if you're one of the bottom seeds and you're trying to play to just stay in or get in, you're going to have to, you know, um, work a little harder, I guess. Uh, whereas some of the top tier teams might, you know, not go 200% every night, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think that does benefit the topper teams. I think the Pacers kind of benefit from it. Um, you're going to have Oladipo even better and stronger and faster than he was, um, you know, more rehab and everything. So I think it does benefit the Pacers a little bit, not much, but a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that the, those top tier teams do certainly benefit from it. Uh, you mentioned, uh, you kind of wrote this down on our show prep that we do five minutes before we come on the podcast because we prepare. <laughs> but uh, you wrote this down. What, it, what happens if one player gets infected with COVID-19? And the NBA did address that. That player would be quarantined, removed from the team, and then each the, the, the team would be tested again. Uh, people are going to be tested daily. So I, I think – so let's say, you know, the Pacers are playing whatever. They come in – they play on a Monday night, and they come in Tuesday morning – to do their COVID test and Demonis Sabonis tests positive. So he's removed from the team. Well, what happens if everybody else tests negative, but then more people get testing positive? Do people on the other team that they were playing, how does that affect them? It's going to be interesting to see how they handle this whole, if one player coach, et cetera, gets it. Yeah, and I think to your point, I think it further, like I was saying, I think it further delegitimizes if like a star player like a Kawhi gets it or a LeBron James gets it. Because looking at last year's playoffs, people will say the Warriors would have won with KD if he wasn't hurt and Clay if he wasn't hurt. So what if these star players get it 
and you have these, I don't want to say bums, but kind of lesser players stepping up, playing big-time minutes, do you delegitimize the championship even more because an Anthony Davis isn't playing a, a Victor Oladipo isn't playing a uh, Ben Simmons isn't playing? Yeah, that, that's a very good point. One thing I just kind of thought of was, so if they go to this Disney World complex on July 9th, they're essentially going to be quarantined there until July 31st, assuming they stay on and around the Disney campus. So essentially, they're going to be quarantined there already for two weeks, really, before the season starts, where they're going to be getting tested daily and stuff like that. So if you, were hap- you happen to, to get there and test positive, you have enough time to recover before the season. And that's another thing. If one person tests positive, boom, quarantine for 14 days, then are they just automatically on that 15th day, do they get to jump right back in? Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're going to have to get tested. How does that all work? Because I have heard of people that test positive, quarantine for 14 days, come back, and they're still kind of showing symptoms, and they ended up that it hasn't fully gone away yet. It takes longer than two weeks in some cases. So how's that all going to work? And what if a player during the final test positive, like we, we just don't have the answers. The NBA and these leagues are trying to figure it out, but they don't have the answers. We don't have the answer. No one has the correct answer at this moment. Well, the good news is we're not getting paid to solve those problems. That's Adam Silver's problem. He, he's getting paid a hefty yeah. amount to, uh, to solve these problems and issues and stuff like that. But then he hires people to solve. There's plenty of people that are getting paid to solve it, Sam. So we don't have to. We just have to talk about it. That's what's the best part about this. I mean, we don't have any pressure on us, so we're just kidding. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I. I. Uh, yeah. We're. We're not. We don't have to worry about making the wrong opinion or decision. The only thing we got to worry about is people coming after us on Twitter if we upset them. <laughs> and but we, we haven't done that yet, so. You know, all 24 of our Twitter followers. And if we're and if they upset us, we can just block them. There we go. Yeah, the block button does come in handy sometimes. Hey, our last episode was a great one with uh, Blake Saylor talking about the the Sim League. That was fun, Sam. Mm-hmm. Had uh, had some pretty good listenings on that. Uh, so if you're if you listen to that, if you were introduced to the podcast because of that last episode, thanks for uh, continuing to listen. We hope you stick around. Uh, you can go back and listen to previous episodes. They're all there, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, et cetera. We encourage you to do that. And uh, that's pretty much it. We have episodes from when sports were still a thing, <laughs> still happening. That's crazy to believe. We only did it for – it wasn't very long before we got cut off, but uh, we did have podcasts when there was actual live sports going on. And those were fun times. I can't, I can't wait to get back in the recording studio, crank out some more podcasts, we, had, we do have some exciting stuff on the way, Sam. I think, it's, I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, and we're also going to be going back to our podcast and radio show, so we'll hit you with twice the content. Twice the content. And, uh, you know, we're, we're thinking about – I know we have talked about it a couple times, Sam, of doing uh, kind of a betting podcast, uh, mm-hmm. sports gambling podcast, uh, because I know my roommate, Blake Saylor, who you heard on the last podcast, he's roommate – rooming with me at Paul State next year. He's big into the FanDuel and DraftKings and stuff like that. So betting podcasts might be getting started uh, when there's stuff to bet on. And I think that'll be fun.
to do at least college football and NFL. I think that'll be really fun. Oh, I'm always done. I thought one of the like the best segments we had was the picks and larks. Yeah, on doing. our radio show for sure. Yep, and then like I'll be turning. I I figured out it was like seven or eight months. I'll be turning twenty one, so I'll have that ability as well to legally do it without having my brother do it for me. Yeah, without yeah. having our little brother, your brother, and our uh, parents and stuff do it for us. So that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, I think that that'll be fun, and we, you know we still have to work out the logistics of that, which we got plenty of time to do that. But I think that'll be fun. Uh, so be on the lookout for that for sure. We can start doing longer editions of the podcast when we're in the recording studio because Zoom only lets you do it for 40 minutes. But yeah, we have some we have some stuff coming down the pipe and and definitely going to make uh, straight up sports talk better. Um, and that is hopefully going to include a two hour radio show instead of one. Hopefully. So that's, that's the plan. Hopefully that is the plan. Um, it might be on a different day than Mondays though. So we'll just have to, to figure it out, but we will let you guys know. You can just follow us on Twitter. That's basically where we announce everything straight up sports talk on Twitter. If you made it this far, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. I don't want to sound like all the other podcasts are smash that like button, subscribe, comment. (laughs) Hit the bell. (laughs) I don't want to sound like that. I just have to get the plug in for the Twitter, uh, which I know most of you guys are already following. But Keep watching. Keep watching, yes, uh, for sure. Listening in, in our case. But all right, we do thank you guys for tuning in, Sam. Uh, we'll do it again next week. We'll do it again next week for sure. Hopefully our guest Caleb will be on talking a little more NBA. I know he does stuff for them. He also podcasts, right? Yeah, our he. I think he stopped doing it, but me and him will be doing a future Colts podcast, though. All right, Colts podcast, Sam uh, and Caleb, who's potentially coming on next week. So maybe we'll talk Colts with him. Um, we'll figure something out. It might be a little bit of everything. Sam, you got another episode of the I Can't Explain podcast that came out on Monday. Mm-hmm. You can check that out. You were ranting. What were you ranting? Oh, shoe fanatics is your oh. was your rant this week, and I one hundred and ten percent agree with you on that. One hundred and ten percent. Telling you what, if you want a little 15-minute vacation, go listen to Sam. He pretty much talks about whatever he wants, complains, and kind of Basically. makes sense of a lot of stuff, honestly. So you can check him out. I Can't Explain podcast is there. All right, Sam, you got anything else before we get out of here tonight? Nope, just excited for the NBA. All right, Sam, we'll talk to you later. All right, Sam, uh, joining us as always. That's going to do it for the Straight Up Sports Talk podcast. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.